0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He. I am your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host. <laughs> what? What's the matter with you? He didn't even finish his sentence.
1: Drew Carroll. Josh Frankenstein.
0: <laughs> if you're wondering if this is the first time we did this intro for this episode, the answer is no, this is not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: take number five, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, hey, we just want to say th- thanks for listening. Welcome to the show, uh, episode 62. Guys, we're getting really close to that... Uh, that special, special number. How are you feeling about that? Still pretty far away, like a year away. <laughs> yeah, but what special number? Oh, I was like number 100. That's what I'm saying. That's like about. a year away, <laughs> dude. 62. Let's see.
1: Pretty sure that's 38 more episodes, one a week. They have yeah. 52 weeks in a
2: year. We don't always <laughs> even get one a week.
0: <laughs> that's true.
2: <laughs> we're
1: looking at a year,
2: dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guys, it was a joke. It was supposed to be a mystery. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs>
1: Oh, in that case, I'm really looking forward to it. (laughs) Yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sight. Whatever. Hey, uh, as always, make sure we ever get your podcast. You leave us a review. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Patreon. All that good stuff. Tonight we were talking about... uh, What did we talk about on Patreon? How much Andrew could swallow. (laughs) We Um, didn't talk about that. (laughs) Nutella and... Oh, yeah, that's right um cool so patreon <laughs> so that's hulu, all we Hulu about show.
1: oh ab- abducted or whatever and then nathan uh nathan for you nathan for you oh nathan yeah. for you
0: yeah that was it there you go i couldn't remember the name of the show yeah and yeah. then yes i did watch netflix, doc- netflix documentary abducted in plain sight it will blow your freaking mind so just go watch it uh it'll give you nightmares so there you go anyways um guys tonight we will get into the most recent episode of Game of Thrones. No. We'll no save no, no, it for no, the no, no, end. No, 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 no. Oh wait, wait, wait. Drew, no, I'm just kidding, not? I saw it. Oh huge. <laughs> we were texting some spoilers earlier and Drew's like, I haven't seen it yet. ASEL I
2: did then I didn't, but I have seen it now.
0: Yeah, it uh dude. We'll talk about it later tonight and some controversy. i do not speak speaker now some controversy uh the internet's blown up about this season and uh we're gonna talk we're gonna kind of talk about that so we'll get there but uh before we do guys um the last couple of weeks i live like right around the corner from a chick-fil-a and it is glorious dude but i've had that would be so bad
1: for my wallet if i lived right around the corner from a (laughs) chick-fil-a like I, i would be going poor Well, my kids would be going poor (laughs)
0: <laughs> Dude, all you, all you got to do is get that app and then just get those points, and then you get free food. It's so good for you. It would be
1: amazing, but I don't live next to a Chick-fil-A like you do, so.
2: Nowhere near one? No. Nope. And every time Nowhere I go there, me. the line is insanely yep. long.
0: The yep. How close is the closest Chick-fil-A for you Fresno.
1: Guys? And Fresno needs oh. more than the two that they currently Baby.
0: have. There's two? Yeah, there's,
1: there's one over by the mall, and then one over in... Uh, Big shopping River, center. River, River Park. I was River gonna Park, say River yeah. Run, but yeah. that's not. It. <laughs> yeah, River <wish>, <laughs> Park. Yeah. yeah,
0: I bet and you they would have one in River. Dude, Run. that
1: line, like are. it's like Chick Fil A and In and Out are trying to have a competition daily. That's that's what it looks like when you stop by over there. they are just like, <laughs> oh yeah, competing dude. for who has the longest. And they're both winning. <laughs> <laughs> Managers just come out raining Benjamins. <laughs> yeah, <with them>. dude. <laughs> for real.
0: Uh, so I've had two run-ins at my local Chick-fil-A recently that were sort of interesting. So the first one was I'm in line and I am ordering my food and I'm literally having a conversation with the lady behind the counter. And in my periphery, I see what can only be described as a woman who looks like she just rolled out of bed. She's one of those ladies who's got like this, she's like wearing sweats and a sweatshirt, but it's like 2 (laughs) PM. And it's almost summer.
2: (laughs) What a dream. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, she's probably got it like is a dream <laughs> she's probably got like that messy hair don't care on the front of her sweater i didn't really take a look, but <laughs> she's coming up in my periphery and i'm in the middle i'm literally in the middle of ordering and as she walks up i think to myself she's she's got to be like <clears throat> meeting somebody on the other side of me or something no no she's coming to talk to the person at my register and this is what she says this is what she interrupts my order she goes Um, excuse me. Is it true that you guys marinate your chicken in pickle juice? (laughs) (laughs) Please, because my (laughs) mother-in-law, because my mother-in-law says that that's true, and I don't believe her. (laughs) Now, I'm having to stop my order because of this question, and the lady (laughs) at the register just has this look on her face, and she looks at the lady, and she's like, um. I don't know. I don't work in the kitchen. And I have the look on my face that can only be described as those moments when Jim Halpert looks right in the camera and his eyes get really big yeah, and his yeah, mouth does that like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I uh, I actually don't know. I don't, I don't work back in the kitchen, so I don't know. And she's like... It's just that my mother-in-law says that it's marinated in pickle juice and I just... I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. So... <laughs> okay and then she starts she's starting to walk away but then she turns around like one last time and she's like pickle juice <laughs> and then she away. oh my gosh yeah yeah so then i just continued ordering but <laughs> did you order freaking a jar juice. of pickle juice No, <laughs> no 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 there's no way there's no freaking way that they do it in pickle juice are you kidding me Why not? Um, Sounds perfect.
1: Pickled chicken. What if they do? Oh,
0: yeah. That sounds so good. And by so good, I mean so not delicious. Um, Would
2: it sound good, though, if that is
0: exactly what they do? If they... Okay, hang on a second. Let me Google this.
2: You don't have to do that. It's it's
0: a...
1: It's just... It's a rhetorical question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like... I'm not looking for facts here. Would it sound
1: good if that's what they actually did since you love Chick-fil-A? Oh man! Here, I mean, here's another rhetorical question. Let's say that they smothered their chicken in dog feces. (laughs) Does it bother you? You still love it (laughs) because you eat it all the time. But now you just have the knowledge that they smothered their chicken (laughs) in dog
0: feces. But (laughs) touche.
2: So that, but with pickle juice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So dog feces, but really pickle juice. (laughs) Um, Okay, so actually as I'm typing it into my Google search bar, it auto-corrects to, does Chick-fil-A marinate their chicken in freaking pickle juice? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, That that crazy lady might be onto something. I know, for real. It says, Chick-fil-A won't confirm the theory that a pickle juice bath is a secret to the famous chicken sandwich, but this tenderizing trick still works on any kind of lean meat. Pork, turkey, and of course chicken breast can soak in this zesty brine to pick up a moist texture and some (sighs) new flavor from pickling spices. Messy hair, don't care. Also, Chick-fil-A guru, apparently. <laughs> <Son of> a- <laughs> Chick-fil-A guru. So to that, all I say is pickle juice. <laughs> so I salute you. I guess so. So then the other thing that happened at Chick-fil-A is I was I was shamed. I was shamed by the person behind the counter. You were shamed. Um, How are I you was shamed? shamed. So I walked into my local Chick-fil-A one day and I was just on like, it was one of those days where I needed like a little extra, if you know what I mean. And so I just got this (laughs) great idea. I just said, you know what self, you know, what would be so tasty is a a chicken sandwich. But instead of one chicken, I want two chickens in it. Okay. I want one thing of bread. I want regular bread but I want two chickens inside. And I don't know if Chick-fil-A had a secret menu, but I'm like, I'm just going to order this. (laughs) We call this the Pollo Diablo. (laughs) They had to call the manager to come over (laughs) and confirm for me that that is what I was actually ordering. The person didn't, they didn't know how to put it into the machine. But then the manager looks at the screen, listens to how the person describes it, and then looks at me and she's like, no, you understand the chicken. It's very big. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. Can I get two inside? Just like a double, like a look, double. And she's like, look, go across the parking lot. In and
1: out does this all day long. If you're having trouble understanding, just go ask them. That's Yeah, what, that's exactly. They had to do it. 20
0: by 20. You got it. <laughs> And they just like they give you a thumbs up and you don't feel bad at all. Yeah. Um, then they bring so it out like, on three trays. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, no, yeah, I totally get it. Yes, that's I would I wanna do that. And she's like, okay. And apparently apparently she needed like a manager override to make this happen. So not only did I get the sandwich and not only was it delicious, by the way, <clears> you can do this. I decided to go home and Google, does Chick-fil-A have a secret menu? And you're not going to freaking believe this. They, they do. Don't. This this is CountryLiving.com. Okay, this is a well-known journalistic resource that you can find in any checkout aisle in the supermarket. Um, I have a subscription. This was go on. Do you?
2: <laughs> welcome to mid thirties, huh? I mean, <laughs> welcome to thirty six.
1: Trade your ESP I mean, for Country so. Living. <laughs>
0: So this is an article from countryliving.com. This was published in February of 2018. 12 insanely delicious things you need to order from Chick-fil-A's secret menu, ASAP. Number one, double-decker
2: sandwich.
0: I just want to yell right now, but I'm trying not to. <laughs> double decker Number one is a freaking sandwich. double decker sandwich, and they had to call over. They had to call over the manager. Dude, it's,
2: she it's, had to look at me. It's such a secret that the employees have no idea about it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's like I was expecting her to like clear codes. Like, yeah, dude.
0: I know. I'm expecting her to be like, "Now you understand the chicken. It's very big." And I'm like, "No, I get it. I totally get it." And then she's like. Okay. And she reaches under, and pulls out a clipboard. Can you sign this? <laughs> like I, need to like <laughs> I don't know. Sign a freaking waiver or something. It was ridiculous. So okay, so the twelve items, double decker sandwich is number freaking one. Uh cheese fries. Okay. I'm just gonna let that pause for a second. Cheese fries. Doesn't that sound delicious?
1: That doesn't sound abnormal.
0: <laughs> yeah. that <laughs> Actually it sounds, sounds very, very simple. <laughs>
2: For a secret menu, that's super disappointing. <laughs> yeah. So far, we have a double
1: sandwich and then cheese fries.
0: This is a secret menu put together by M. Night Shyamalan. What a <laughs> <used> to-
1: <laughs> He spent too much time trying to convince them with the second patty. I would have just ordered two sandwiches and put them on like in yeah, yeah, the same dude. Bread, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't want like, double okay, bread. I'm dude. done with this. The, the, the bread is bread. like what doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> It's like ten cents, man, for the for the buns. Like, just order two sandwiches and stick them together. Get the bread. Do I work for both of them?
2: And then next time, you only have to get chicken.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just save it. You you really want to throw for a loop? Yeah, do that. (laughs) Just show up holding uh, two buns and be like, "Can you put some chicken in this, (laughs) dude?"
2: (laughs) My own bread. <laughs> have like a portable vacuum sealer and just
0: put it up on the counter oh, and man. vacuum seal that immediately and they'd be like what the heck <laughs> oh man um okay so other items the spicy char which I guess is like a char grilled sandwich with the spicy version of that so go nuts dude okay so this one chicken quesadilla Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. I mean, I wouldn't have expected it, but okay. Dude, this sounds like Pedro's.
2: <laughs> it's just it's just what Pedro's has on their menu all the time. We don't have secrets. We make everything.
0: <laughs> okay, as I'm reading more of this, um it's getting harder and harder to take it seriously because one of the secret menu items is lettuce wrapped sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> You mean Adkins style? Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Protein okay, style v- Yeah, exactly. Okay, the very last one. You know what, Chick-fil-A? You guys The very last one is the double double down. So do you remember the double down from KFC? No. Okay, so the double down from KFC was like they took two two fried chicken patties as the bun and then they put stuff in between it. And so you held the chicken patties as the bun and then bit into it with stuff in between. Oh, okay. How yeah, have you that, never had a heart attack? <laughs> Dude, that sounds... Yeah, it's so bad for you. It's like for the record, I've bacon. never had one. <laughs> for the record, I've never had one, but right here on the secret menu, the Double Double Down, this over-the-top bunless sandwich packs two slices of the fried chicken between two more fried chicken patties with cheese and bacon between each slice. Are you freaking kidding me?
2: Dude, that is...
0: That
1: sounds like something from my 800-pound life. Yeah, <laughs> this is what
2: started down that
0: road. <laughs> I can't give you the surgery. I don't know why you're not losing weight. You want to know where that leads? Go watch your TV. Uh, so all that to say, um, I, I th- everything I thought I knew about Chick Fil A is a lie. Apparently, pickle juice is a thing, and I'm the crazy one asking for double chicken. So stop supporting them. Nah, I can't do that. <laughs> anyways there you go josh how you doing
1: man well i don't know if you guys can tell but like my voice keeps going in and out so you know it was kind of a kind of a bad week you know i mean I was a little sick and i had two meltdowns out on the baseball field this week so
0: nice excellent oh tell us more please
1: so dude i've been i have been a good coach All year long, all season long, I've been a good coach. I I choose to hold my tongue. I don't say anything. I don't make a scene out on the field. If I disagree with an umpire, I wait until between innings, and then I go tell them what the actual rule says and how they better get it right (laughs) next time. (laughs) And I was... I always make sure I, I mention that I played baseball all the way through college until I was 21. <laughs> also, just, you know, for a little extra jab. And then like, I have a 45 and a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> That's next week. <laughs> you got to save something for the tournament, dude. Anyway, so this, this, dude, this last week, I just lost it, man. I, I, not in a bad way. Like, it's like I was more pushed into that, into that realm, right? Um, It all started with the first game of the week, and uh, we were playing playing a team that just like one of my kids, dude, who hasn't been hitting all season, like finally ropes a ball, right? Just finally ropes one, and it goes down the left field line, and the umpire makes no call on it. Like literally from first base where I'm standing, it looks like it's a fair ball. So I'm like yelling at the kid to run and go around, and you know, he, he... He goes around first and he gets to second base. And by the time he gets into second base, all the coaches from the opposite side are screaming and yelling and ranting and raving. And then I see all their fans in the stand like yelling at the umpire. And all of a sudden. How old are these kids? Oh, this kid's like 18, dude. 17. No,
2: no, no. How old are the kids
1: that are playing? Oh, nine. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) nine years old. And uh, the umpire, like, looks around real quick and then calls foul ball. And I just lost it, dude. I just freaking lost it. I like, God, like, I got so loud. I started stomping towards, like, home plate. And just telling the guy, like, what is going on? You got to make a call. What are you doing? You said it was fair. And now you're saying it's foul. Who the hell cares what these people have to say? And I'm pointing at the crowd as I'm saying it. Yeah, you know, dude, I'm pointing know. at the coaches. Oh and I was like, you guys got to stop doing this crap. Be more consistent. Matt, my, my good buddy who's coaching with me, had to come and, like, back me up. Because apparently the league <laughs> oh, is being no. really, like, tough this year on coaches well yeah like that type of reaction so he had to go talk to the umpire and uh the you know the call stood and in between innings, i did what i always do threaten him i went i went i went back and not caused the scene right and i, I just i told the kid and i was like look dude you can make a bad call and someone like me will look past a bad call and forget it you make a bad call and then you reverse that bad call. Ooh, it's not good on the ball on the ball field, buddy. Like you you need to get it right the first time and stand by your call no matter who throws their like yeah. ape crap around, right? And so like, I mean after I got back, Matt was like, is, is everything cool? And I was like, hey, "Dude, I didn't lose it. I didn't lose it. It's all good, right? Not not a big deal." So, I decided to just stay in the outfield for the rest of the game. <laughs> I wouldn't say another word to anybody.
0: It's like, I'm going to go get a snow cone. <laughs> go, go, go a snow cone. <laughs> one guy did. That was game two. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs>
1: so, so, our second game, dude, we open up the game and uh, our, our kids are like just tearing the cover off the ball, like hitting, right? And I have one kid, dude, that, that just like hit a really hard ground ball ran all the way through first base and, like, went into the outfield. Like, that's how hard he ran. Like, he just kept running like Forrest Gump, like, after the, after the base. I had to call him back. I was like, hey, get back over here. Anyway, he runs all the way up the base and he, he's coming back towards the bag again. And one of the coaches from the other team, who like, their dugout is right by the first baseline, starts screaming. Tag him? Yeah, to tag him. And immediately starts saying other things like, tag him. He's out of the baseline. He's out. Tag him. Like, all this crap. And I'm just like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm calming down. And like, I'm telling the kid, like, just get back over to the back. First baseman brings the ball over. Tags the player. Umpire. Calls him out.
2: (laughs) All because that coach was yelling that. I lost it, dude. Like, right away. Like, I got all up in her face.
1: Like, well, not like all up in her face, but from like, eight feet away. um, I'm screaming and yelling, dude. And I'm getting pissed because, you know, I'm just like freaking throwing the rule book out there. Like the kid just ran past, came immediately back to the base. That's not an out. That's an exception. He's allowed to run past. He doesn't have to go outside the line. He just doesn't have to make a move to second, you know, just like yelling and berating. And then the guy who was, who was ran and raving starts screaming at me for screaming at her. And so like he and I immediately just start like getting into it and jawing at each oh, other because he's accusing you, like, kicking me dirt on each other's no, shoes. No, we never stuff? got to that, but that would
0: have been funny. <laughs> that would have been funny,
1: but he's accusing me of trying to control the game because I'm, I'm yelling at the umpire. So like I'm yelling back at him like who are you? You started saying stupid crap that you know nothing about before a call was even made like you're trying to manipulate the game. So like. Dude, everyone can see this and everyone can hear it. The stadium is quiet and all you hear is the two of us just like jawing at each other, right <clears throat> to the rescue. My buddy Matt has to come
0: out onto the field. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I imagine <laughs> I imagine. Do you remember in Angels in the outfield where Danny Glover <laughs> like runs over to like chew the guy out and then all of a sudden Christopher Lloyd is the angels behind him and he's like. That never in my life have I ever heard of such a horrible, m- masterful call. He's <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, oh, and by the way, good day, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was hilarious. He had to come over and call me down. And then he convinced the umpire to change her call. Apparently talking nice is a lot better than screaming. <laughs> Supposedly, no matter how right you are, it, I guess it doesn't matter. How pissed was that other coach? Oh, so angry dude. So angry <laughs> like after the call was made, he and I were still jawing at each other like just after back She reversed it after she reversed it and he started telling me stuff like, you know, why? Why don't you go be the umpire? And I was like, maybe I will <laughs>
2: Yeah. Hey, hey I buddy, say that.
1: I, I'm not a fortune teller, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a crappy season next year. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm just Think like, you're never gonna win a game in my head. In my head, I'm thinking this has gotten so ridiculously out of hand at this point, but the other side of me is like, no, these are my kids. I got to keep going, right? I keep I got to keep John. And anyway, dude, guy just ends up throwing his hands in the air and like walking off, just walking off the field. Didn't come back. <laughs> just just not even an out into the game, dude. It just like left and didn't even come back. Oh, like, man. I was like, perfect.
2: The snow cone ladies are just like, oh, here comes another
0: one. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> just another Saturday morning. Don't give them tiger's blood.
1: <laughs> it makes them oh, crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh that's amazing <laughs> anyway so yeah dude like I am, you know i probably sound the way i sound because a little bit of sickness and i've yelled more in the past week than i've yelled all season long so sounds like it i have to say man i, I you know i'm kind of proud of myself like baseball is my thing i love it it's in my blood so what if your guys's like, argument across the field just turned into like i'm sorry i'm not mad at you
2: i'm just have a heavy lo- workload at work <laughs> very stressed out right now
1: <laughs> I get it I I'm do too to, yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's amazing but i'm just taking it out on you i hope that's okay <laughs> yeah that's fine
0: <laughs> do you want to hang out later <laughs> <laughs> only if you buy me a bear <laughs>
2: Anyway. Nice. Fine, you pick the place. <laughs> you pick the place. That sounds awesome. Maybe I will coach something. <laughs> sounds oh <my> awesome. <laughs> I don't know, dude.
1: Like I mean some people take it a little too serious. Like it gets way too competitive and for me, dude. Yes. Some people do. <laughs> I'm about ready to explain this one. It's not about the competition.
3: As a principal,
1: As I said, there are a lot of things I've let go and did not say a word on all season long. But you do get to a point man where you just you get tipped over because like you see calls being made that are like that is not a legal call.
2: Like not a legal call. Dude, how long before you think they hire like a mediator
1: <laughs> to come out, okay, time out. <laughs> so tell the them thing. how you feel, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> every every game now or every team in, in little league is supposed to have uh, I forget what the position is called, but basically it's someone who's a non-biased individual. <laughs> every team has what? a non-biased individual is <laughs> <laughs> not a, it's not a player agent. I forget oh what it's called. dude. Gosh. <laughs> and they're they're supposed to they're supposed to step in and stop things like that from happening and like you know calm it down and like take it off the field not one time have i ever seen it happen so what do they do ever. there i don't know <laughs> but no one even knows who they are <laughs> they're secret
0: <laughs> you just that's find. how they say non-biased and everyone who knows <laughs> yeah. you finds out later after you die
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, oh, it's like man. a secret society of little leaguers
2: that's crazy crazy that's
1: awesome nuts, no it's dude, good times huh? dude it's good times so yeah the one team so far this year that i didn't expect to have any issues with has been the one that i've had the most run-ins with which dude. has been kind of funny it always goes that way yeah. yeah but anyway yeah so that was my week dude that's cool adventures in little league <laughs> nine-year-old little league
2: <laughs> yeah. dude I have a feeling Before. one day you're going to be on one of those Reddit videos. Like nope. Two dads boxing out in the middle of the field. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Did you not listen to like any of the story <laughs> at all? or <laughs> Maybe it doesn't have to be your fault. You know, one of those dudes comes unhinged. You're not going to defend yourself.
1: That's why I have my
0: wooden bat. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, dude. <laughs> You got to defend your honor and the honor of your team.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's the team's name?
0: The Nationals. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Right after he clocks them, Nationals.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That's cool. That has all the making of an Adam Sandler movie, right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, dude.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well Well, let's talk about me.
1: <laughs> Every time you say something with that quirky face, <laughs> it scares me.
2: So last night, Elizabeth and I, we had our first date night since we've had the baby.
0: Oh, baby. Or no baby. <laughs> yeah,
2: no baby. No baby. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. So we went to uh, Indian Food at the first place that I took her for dinner, which at the time I didn't realize that she was a super picky eater. (laughs) 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 But it turned out to be one of her favorites. So So we went there, dude. So weird. And we got tickets um, from a friend of ours to go see Carrie Underwood in Fresno. Oh, yeah. And... It's not something I would normally go to, but it was really good. I felt really out of place. I didn't actually know how I was supposed to move there. <laughs>
0: like, you know, when you're not at a the, rock
2: show,
1: you know you're just going to have... Not to- the line dancing type,
2: huh? <laughs> No one was doing that. Dude, it was such a weird crowd like because you had like pretty old moms. people. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. Lots of drunk, single moms, or maybe not single <laughs> But they sure acted after <laughs> yeah.
1: woo, woo girls. Yeah, dude. Woo girls.
2: Yeah, it, it, was, it was such a odd crowd, dude. And I was just sitting there and I, I felt really conflicted because I'm like, all right, I don't really know too many of these songs. And I don't feel like I can move to them without feeling weird because it's a chick country star you know right.
0: <laughs> you don't want to be too into it but you also if you're going to be moving not, not be into it <laughs> It can't be by
2: yourself you have to be touching your girl in some way arm oh, around gosh. whatever it doesn't matter you know you can't yeah. be doing it alone <laughs> Not as nah, guy,
1: dude <laughs> when, when jesus takes the wheel comes on i'm like all about that shiz i'm just <laughs> that's actually what he
0: pushes the wife away and he's like this is my jam i need
1: space
2: <laughs> that's when we left dude and we probably should have stayed because all these chicks were like peak trunk
1: oh yeah so you oh, know no. that would have been like the most annoying <laughs> surprisingly that was the last song and it was everyone's prayer going home <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> <That's
2: awesome>. so, <laughs> so when I'm in these in these situations, I like to do some people watching oh, and yeah. the stage was cool. It was like a big circle and then there was like a platform that went down the middle so that there was two sections that the, the stage went all the way around and there was people there and we were in one of those sections. So we're like super close, dude. And... <laughs> I can see they kept walking around, so we had to keep turning around and like watching them perform (laughs) on different parts of the stage, which was kind of (laughs) tough. Everyone around us is drunk, dude, so they're moving like seven feet (laughs) when they turn. Oh, no. (laughs) So we're watching this, dude, and I'm watching all the people that are up in the bleachers, and I noticed this couple, dude. There's this huge sign, massive sign, probably four feet wide, dude, And I saw it come down and there's these two people sitting behind that sign, dude, probably in their 50s with the grumpiest face (laughs) because this girl, every time Carrie Underwood comes by, she puts this sign up, dude,
1: and it blocks their view. It's so epic, dude, <laughs> and she has no idea,
2: and they're just not saying anything, dude. Why,
1: why would you not just like grab that thing? One <laughs> break time and it, just dude. break it and throw it. <laughs> just chuck it and get it out of there.
2: Oh. Like, <laughs> so it, it made me think like because you see them all the time at these events
0: and is that okay? <laughs> dude, if, if you're at a wrestling show. I mean, you got to bring a sign. Dude, everybody
2: has signs at everything. <laughs> Banner man, dude, and it's all for a wave. You're only going to get a wave
0: at best at best, you and it may not even be deal. to you. If you get a point and a nod. I mean, what do you? Like a thumbs up? <laughs> carry
2: carry not <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice sign. <laughs> Dude, maybe, maybe it'll be this real like this surreal moment where she'll be like
2: you never know, like, you might get Jesus. a buddy, Jesus. <laughs> hey dude,
3: hang
0: on. Oh, You're not oh. done. Oh, what if you have like this real like crazy moment though where she's like in the middle of belting it out, dude. She's just like Jesus take and then she's like wait a minute, everybody stop. Everybody look at that sign. <laughs> like <laughs> That would be like the high point of your life, right? Uh, not mine, <laughs> but apparently somebody's. <laughs> if you're bringing a sign to a Carrie Underwood concert, I mean, that's got to be your dream. I mean, D- yeah, dude. I So we have ne- I've
2: never been to a show at the Save Mart Center where I showed up almost at the time of, of Showtime and the whole parking lot was full. We had to park in excess space. I had no idea that she was that popular and people cared that much. Yeah, dude,
1: she's in New Faith Hill.
2: It was it, it was a kind of show I've never really seen before. Like, she's a pretty big. Did she have an opener? Star. She had two. Who opened? I don't know the first band, and then the second one was Maddie and Tay. <laughs> <laughs> It two girls. Sure. It was a country. It, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Wait, are those the
0: girls from, from that are Nashville? On,
2: uh, yeah. From what? Nashville? The show? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, I, no, it's not. Sure.
0: I just Googled it's them. Not. It's definitely not. Oh, okay. I All
2: bet right. they do live in Nashville.
0: They the, look the show. like... I just the Googled them. Nashville. They look like Carrie Underwood.
2: <laughs> One of them does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it was interesting. Well, some things that I noticed (laughs) about her, like, (laughs) no, uh, star that big dude, like, it was really crazy to see her get up and how these extremely expensive pieces of clothing have like pockets sewn on them that blend in for her in-ear monitor. And she does like five wardrobe changes. Nice, and so you know that oh, that geez. stuff is like. Sorry,
1: I did not mean for that to, sound- <laughs>
0: <laughs> to sound as perverted as it did. He's all, did
2: they show
1: it?
3: <laughs>
2: He's like, how did you get
0: tickets to this?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what was that seating called? <laughs> but it was it was it was just crazy, dude. I, I've ne- I've never seen like. There was a guy his only job was he would run around the stage with this pole and on the top of it was a cup holder and then inside that was a cup of water and he would hand it up to her <laughs> whenever she looked down at him
0: <laughs> Wait so he's just running all over the stage with this cup of water He he shows up everywhere ready to offer it to he's her. He's running around. Notice. I guarantee you that
1: cup is empty more times than not. When he's pushing it up, he's just sucking it back, dude. Oh my
0: gosh! We're just spilling it everywhere. But yeah, it was uh, it was was pretty interesting.
1: Oh my gosh! Good times.
0: Yeah. All right. Very good. All right. Well, uh, you know what, fellas? Why don't we talk about what we've learned? And then uh, we can move on to uh, the latest episode of Game of Thrones in that way if people haven't seen it or if they don't want the spoilers, then they can tune out. Let's do it. Let's do it. Number one, I think the first thing that we've learned tonight is that everything that you think you know about Chick-fil-A is a complete lie. And if you try to discover the truth, they will shame you. (laughs) Pickle juice. (laughs) Um, Number two. (laughs) Number two. Um it's kind of a two-parter. I think number one, we all need to go back and watch angels in the outfield because there's some good life lessons to learn from Danny Glover. And I think we've also learned that snow cones really do fix everything. So (laughs) just not tiger blood. (laughs) That's true. Um, But actually number three, I think the thing that we've also learned is that we could all benefit from a guy running around with a water on a pole. And if that, water on the pole happened to have tiger's blood, oh baby, you would be in business. (laughs) So there you go. And uh, hey, we just want to say thanks for listening, thanks for supporting the show. We are going to move on to Game of Thrones now, so if you are not ready for it, if you're not ready for the spoilers... Jon Snow uh, dies. Ooh. (laughs) Sorry. I was going to bleep that out, but I actually ran out of bleeps recently, so... We don't, <laughs> we, don't, we don't get more bleeps until next month's shipment, so I can't really bleep that out. So, sorry, guys. Dang it. Sounds uh, like so we need sure to you invest. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, if you don't want your spoilers, then, uh, then you need to get out now because we're going in three, two, one. Okay, guys. Talk to me about <clears throat> season eight, episode five. We are one episode away from the ending. And this season and this episode getting some hate just give me your initial reactions what did you think
2: every episode has gotten hate whatever even as many complaints (laughs) as you have it's still the best show on tv (laughs) by far what more do you want dude and i'm not talking to you (laughs) (laughs) i just keep seeing like nothing but like negative stuff and i get it maybe it doesn't have as full of content you know as the previous seasons, but it's still good, dude. It's still great.
1: You don't, you guys don't feel like it's being rushed, like the entire oh, this battle was very rushed. rushed. That, oh, no, no, no. This that dragon came this in. This was not <laughs> a. This was not a battle. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> As this writer from CNN puts it, "Game of Thrones" season eight, episode five recap: just one long eighty-minute. Ah! dude as soon as she took off i was like holy crap this was written by aj willingham from cnn by the way this article not only does it encompass everything that i thought about this last episode it was freaking hilarious (laughs) it was so good
0: If so, Josh, ad- what about you? Your, your initial reactions? What did you think about this episode?
1: Dude, I, I wasn't the biggest fan. Like I really wasn't the biggest fan. I, I, I seriously felt like <laughs> I felt like after they, the the writers killed off the white walkers, they were basically like, so now what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's been the theme like since it's that like even they were
0: even they were surprised when the when the night king got killed and they're <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Wait, we still got like Three more episodes. Wait, guys, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I want to read you some stuff from this
1: article because I I just got a kick out of it. I thought it was great. Okay. If someone asked you what happened this week on that little dragon show you watch, you are more than allowed to just scream at full volume for an hour and 20 minutes because that's what this episode was. Just one long Ah! (laughs) (laughs) 80-minute. Things start off quietly enough. Without Masande around to braid her hair and apply her under-eye concealer, Daenerys is leaning into a foreshadowing, fiery genocide aesthetic while moping around Dragonstone. She's mad at Jon, mad at Tyrion, and especially mad at Varys for going around blabbing about Jon's true lineage. It appears the master of whispers has become the master of discussing deadly secrets at full volume. (laughs) 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 And before you can even get emotionally prepared for this week's carnage, Everyone's standing on the beach looking stoic and Danny is sentencing Varys to death and Dragon is burying his 3,000 teeth and wow, we're off to the races. One major character death down, a shocking amount left to go. Tyrion, full of doubt and fear and definitely not used to either, finds Jamie, who has been captured and imprisoned at Dragonstone. The two brothers share a good hug and Tyrion outlines a plan for Jamie to escape with Cersei and start a new life in Essos where ostensibly they are more forgiving of murderous incest. but first it's time for war. The mood is tense in King's Landing where throngs of common folk are being uh, herded inside for the red keep and the golden fleet and the iron company are assuming their positions as unwitting uh, dragon appetizers. If Danny's general haggard appearance wasn't foreshadowing enough, we get lots of good salty the earth shots of the innocent citizens of King's Landing with their doe-eyed children in tow. Oh <laughs> but by, by the laws of television, you only get affectionate close-ups of the un, uh, of the unwashed if something really, really terrible is about to happen to them. <laughs> and happen it does. <laughs> Drogon drops out of the sky like a ten-ton seagull. And within minutes, the Iron Fleet, the Golden Company, and all the Lannister's fancy dragon-killing equipment is flambeed to oblivion. Grey Worm, who is so deep in his feelings, he completely forgets his helmet, dispatches the leader of the Golden Company. And with that, the Unsullied and the, smat- uh, and the spattering of remaining Dothraki set sacking the city. It's a laughably easy win for Daenerys and company. Even Cersei sees it, perched atop the Red Keep, with a concern... Uh, how do you say his name? Kyburn? Did I say that right? Yes. I forget forget how it's said in the show. Side note, old Circe must be about 500 months pregnant now, so why does she have the (laughs) belly of someone who had like five bites of a burrito for lunch? (laughs) Anyway, Danny goes full Mad Queen and burns the living hell out of everything innocent children. You get a trek. Harry's <laughs> oh. entire city blocks. You get a trek. <laughs> oh. everyone gets a trek. <laughs> John John Tyrion's face to say it all. This is definitely not how it was supposed to go. <clears throat> anyway, article keeps going on, dude. I thought it was freaking hilarious. You can go and read it. CNN. Um, I don't want to mess up the best parts for you, but all I kept thinking was when, when he said that <laughs> I kept thinking Oprah you get a drug hair
0: <laughs> it was awesome uh, so speaking of the whole like master of whispers thing I saw this great meme on Reddit uh, there's a subreddit called free folk I don't know if you have ever checked that out but uh, the uh, the the title of the post is great writing by the way and so it's like a two panel so the top panel is a picture of Varus and in Quotes, it says Master of Whispers, and then the second panel is him talking to Jon Snow, and it says, hey Jon, want to commit treason? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so bad. But. Okay, so this, I feel like this season's getting a lot of hate. I feel like this this episode got a lot of hate. The, the turn that Daenerys made, like... There, there, there's so many people who are kind of like, they didn't either see this coming or they don't understand why the writers went in this direction. They were disappointed by it. Like, talk to me about her just going ballistic. For you, was that like a, oh, geez, what are they doing? Or did it make sense for you?
2: I think it makes sense. She's She just burnt down the city that her dad was going
1: to blow up.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
1: it didn't bother me. I it really didn't bother me. I didn't care. I didn't care to see uh Daenerys go all mad queen on on everyone and everything. This is what bothered me. This is why I felt like everything was so lazy. Um you have seasons of character development. Like you all of us have spent all this time like following these characters. You've seen them like at their peak, at their lows, everything, like who they are, right? And I feel like the writers were like, you know what? Let's throw everyone for a loop. We're going to take everyone's character back to season one. (laughs) That's what we're going to do. Like that. That's how I felt about it. Like I thought it was lazy writing. Like we're going to give them the, the unpredictable of all unpredictables. Like uh, watching Jamie go through like everything that he went through. Right. You follow his story. I'm just going to use him as an example. Dude was a total douche beginning of the show. And like you watch his character and as he like drifts apart from Cersei, and, and he goes through his low points, you start to see this redemption story until the very end of the show. It's like he turns his back on all that and just goes back to who he was at the beginning of the show. Cersei, who becomes this like powerful, like really great antagonist, all of a sudden realizes she really does care about nothing else but the baby or the child that she's carrying in her, in her stomach, like in those waning moments. You know, and like Daenerys just ends up living up to the family name of the Mad King. Like, you know, in the end, kind of going back to the beginning of the story. And I just felt like, dude, you've portrayed these characters as a certain individual, like all the way up to this point. And then you just like betrayed everything that you did for
2: seven years. I don't feel like that's necessarily the case, Uh, you know, because she always talked about breaking the wheel. And it just turns out that she is also a part of that wheel, you know, like I, she set out to do something different and she did everything exactly the same. You know, I don't think that it's, I don't know. I'm okay with it, dude. I'm, I'm fine with what they've done so far. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just, I feel like this is something that they've been slowly building towards and teasing for a very long time. And when you hear the things that she says, when she talks about, you know, bending the knee, you know, we they will bend the knee or they will die, like all of these things, like she's been the doing crazy is there, now. is what you're saying. Yeah. she yeah, There was just this
2: unstable slow for a while. Descend, dude. She just had other people <laughs> to hold her back from doing those things. And now everyone's gone. Yeah. Everyone that was yeah. a part of her little group are all dead Brain except trust for Tyrion, which i assume yeah. that he's probably going to be dead next episode <laughs> it's very plausible so, okay <laughs> so then the other, the other part of it is i also question
1: the time that she decided to get all pissed off <laughs> and go nuts like the bells are ringing everything's like there is no battle there is no war like why didn't she just go in that way like and finish the job. Like, what what was this like little stop on the on the outer wall, kind of reflective, and then all of a sudden you see like you know the eyes to her soul, just like.
2: I think she probably just started thinking about all the things that she's lost because of the... I don't know, dude. I, yeah, and it's just one, between it feeling a- rushed and
1: like a betrayal of character development, like I, that that's the main reason I'm like
0: kind of disappointed. I'm just like, come
1: on, this. Anyway. Say what you to say, as Rob. I'm,
0: as I'm watching that, I'm thinking to myself, this is the moment where everything that she has, everything, this descent into like, I, like I hesitate to say madness, but I guess that's what it is. Like this descent that she's gone on, that I feel like has been foreshadowed and has been building for a while, finally comes at odds with sort of the stance that she took for the longest time where she was like, we don't hurt women, we don't hurt children, like we don't hurt innocent people, all that stuff. And those, when those two things came at odds, like if she would have went in and just blasted the city from the very beginning, I think it wouldn't have been as powerful. But the moment that she's sitting there, the bells are rung, she owns the city. It's that moment where she decides, no, now it's gonna burn. You know what I mean? And so, like, there was just, I don't know. To me, it was, people would look at that and they'll say, you know, people have been up in arms about how lazy it is or how crappy it was or it was a betrayal. Like, to me, it was like such a cool character moment where I legitimately, that was like the final turn where I'm like, okay, she sucks. Like, she needs to die. She's bad news. And as a person watching, that's a sweet, like, that's a very cool reaction to have. Like, I don't know. To me, it just, it stirred up a lot of stuff that I thought was really awesome. The other part of it, Jamie, this is a conversation that I was having with my buddy Adam Jones uh, because he was kind of disappointed with the way that the the, that Jamie's story kind of ended because it felt like to him like there was this long character arc and this story going towards redemption for Jamie and then in the end like he's just back he's back with Cersei and you know he's he's done he dies and all that stuff and like I was more disappointed I think in that moment with the way that Cersei went down I would have much preferred her to receive the Euron Greyjoy treatment rather than just getting something collapse on her. But for Jamie, I just thought it was such a sweet moment because here you have this guy who, like you said, like he started out as like a douche. He has this crazy arc, this crazy redemption where you think like he's going to be instrumental and maybe bringing it down or just like redeeming himself. And at the end of the day, when he comes face to face with the thing that pretty much always has held him back and he's always been a slave to, he's not strong enough to walk away or to do anything about it. He just succumbs to it. And that's how he dies. Like it's rather than it being this cool, crazy arc and a, and a like redemption story. It's this incredible tragedy of the way that he ends up wasting everything that he's been building over the last few seasons i personally thought it was incredible i thought it was awesome
2: yeah i agree <clears throat> i agree
0: how so about the how about the Cleegan bowl oh baby talk to me talk to <laughs> me about the, the hound in the mountain yeah, yeah. dude that what was the slap
1: the... fight on blackwater bay
0: <laughs> are you talking about when the hound fought that big baby is that what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> As soon as the helmet came off, I was like, "Oh, dang! Is it going to be Thor?" And then it was just a big baby. It was a big baby <laughs> head.
1: <laughs> all I saw was Steve Puff Marshmallow Man.
2: <laughs> it was actually called the Ghostbusters. It was Thor with just a tiny bit of makeup.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, just, just they did something with his. They shaved his head. I think that's all they did, right? <laughs> so, dude, so Kyburn bites the bullet like in a very unexpected way. What did you think about that? Just. That was, awesome, into the <laughs> that
2: was awesome, rock. I, I actually kind of laughed.
1: <laughs> I did too. Yeah. It was like really hard. Actually. Yeah, he
2: just grabbed him and chucked him, well,
1: You
0: know how I am. Yeah, too. yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was well have been a guy on a, like a rag doll. Oh yeah, that was hilarious, dude.
0: Might as well have been a guy going through traffic on razor scooters. Is that we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious.
2: I did. You I was, obey your queen. <laughs> I wasn't mad about how the the hound went out.
0: No, I thought it was pretty I knew epic, that was be, actually. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean him fighting the mountain, you actually see that there's nothing that can kill this dude, that you can do to him that's going to kill him. Like he's not even close to human anymore. You no, probably I take mean, his head off. Just, yeah, but up above. Yeah. You probably could, but up before that, nobody has ever even gotten close. You had no idea really yeah. what I guess he's got he got hit one time with like a, a mace or something. And I guess you kind of see it. But the dagger through the eye was... And I like uh, Sanders. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like laughing because he won't die.
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> just like, die. Die, you. Why won't you die? <laughs>
2: yeah, I, just, uh. yeah I, thought that, I thought that part of the episode was pretty awesome. I like that fight. It was they, pretty epic, dude, f- with the dragon flying behind it, you know, breathing fire and stuff and... Oh, yeah. I thought it was
0: cool. So they, they, fall, they fall from the keep. They fall down into the flames. Obviously, the hound is probably gone. Do you think the mountain is gone? Do you think we will see him back in the next episode?
2: Dude, if he survives and the Night King didn't, there's definitely something wrong.
1: <laughs> oh, now there's something wrong.
2: <laughs> dude. I, I really haven't had a problem with how this has played out so far. And I think it's because I knew that anything was possible. And I don't know, man. I
1: came into it with like anything is possible too. I mean, literally, I, I did. I, they're they're going to try and like do something different, like, you know, whatever. I, my, my disappointment isn't so much in the results <laughs> as much as it's the application of those results, I think. That that's where most of my disappointment rests. Like I just feel like they either ran out of ideas, they got bored, uh, or they just lost their way, like Vikings. (laughs) Oh my god! You know, I you tried to cram like this epic story, this ending of an epic story, into six episodes, which probably all could have used at least two hours of storytelling. To be honest with you, if you really wanted to go this direction. You could have done it better. That That's that's my biggest disappointment. Like, I just don't like the way it's been done, I guess, more than anything. But, you know, it doesn't bother so, me. Like, there might be a lot of, like, Daenerys fans out there that are, like, super pissed off that she's turned into the Mad Queen. It's like, no.
2: I, I kind of, I don't know. Like you said, dude, there's been hints along the way. But you've seen it kind of, like, to... go
1: in that direction just with the tension between her and John over yeah, the last oh, several sure. episodes. You know, mm-hmm. like... You you felt like something bad
2: was going to go down. So there's a lot of there's a really a lot to cover. Uh, there's a lot of characters that we are going to need closure on. Santa, Samwell.
1: Yeah. How does how Norman. does Santa not tell John I told you so?
0: <laughs> I mean, is there? Do you even think that the North <laughs> is going to come into play in the final episode? Like, there's a problem of me that feels not. like probably they're not. done. Like they're good, they're done. We will know their fate based on what happens at King's Landing, right?
2: Well, there's nothing. There is no King's Landing. Doesn't exist anymore. They all have to move on somewhere.
1: (laughs)
0: So okay, so so let's. What if the
2: next episode picks up like 20 years
1: later? (laughs) I'm gonna be so pissed, dude. 20 years later, and just one hour long (laughs) episode.
0: So two more. So two more characters. Uh, so you're on Greyjoy bites the dust. Talk to me. He has an epic battle with Jamie. How did you feel about that?
2: Uh, I thought it was kind of funny how he was like, I killed Jamie Lannister, and then he actually didn't. Yeah. A rock did <laughs> or a lot yeah. of rocks. But I mean,
1: that was just like that was a ploy for his narcissist or narcissist ways. Oh, that he's dying um, and he doesn't even. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even realize. Yeah. Um, he's so
0: happy about it.
1: Oh, <laughs> All oh, I saw the entire time that they're fighting—that's my girlfriend. No, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> that's my oh, girlfriend.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, dude, Arya Stark. So this is a this was a point of contention that I saw online as well. So there's a lot of people who had a really big issue with the fact that when her and the Hound are in the map room and he tells her, "Hey, you, you know, go back. You don't want to become like me," right and she says thank you and then she actually runs and tries to escape and everybody's kind of like no like you've been building her as this like ba like killer she's that close to circe like why would she leave why would she do that so talk to me about aria what was that weird for you did that ruin it is this does this make sense w- what do you think
2: i don't think it ruins it because we've had these instances in the past where she freezes or something happens. It happened in episode three when she got hit by that dead dude. And then uh-huh. she like freaked out and that's when she went on the run instead of trying to fight anymore. It's not like this, this isn't something thats that is, it hasn't happened before. It's not out of the blue. And she wasn't even technically running. It was just more of...
0: She was being pushed throughout <laughs> the city is kind of what it felt like. Well, yeah. <laughs>
3: Constantly... <laughs>
0: Josh, what do you think? Arya Stark. I'm thinking by the sense. end of this
1: show, she's gonna be the only one left on her own list. So I'm wondering how, how that's <laughs> gonna, gonna go. kill herself.
0: <laughs> does, does I mean is Daenerys now at the top of her list? <laughs> Death by a thousand she's
2: stings. She's she's definitely going to get Daenerys. That's
1: <laughs> I don't That's where you, she's on her way to. You think she's gonna be able to kill Daenerys?
2: Uh she's gotten close to her plenty of times before. I don't
1: know yeah. why she would. I think she's already gotten her like main character victory. I don't think she gets another one. I think I think Jon's gonna have to take out Daenerys.
2: Well, that's what I would hope for, but yeah. maybe they kill so, each other and then Sansa sits on the Iron Throne.
0: Oh, baby.
1: Actually, that was a prediction I just gave my sister-in-law.
2: So I thought that the gold company was going to be this big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it turned out <laughs> to be nothing. That new character that I was like, oh, he's a Targaryen. He's the guy that they're going to put on the Iron Throne. He's in there for three minutes, dude. Is that <laughs> the dude on the
0: horse? Yeah. yeah. Gets stabbed yeah. by Grey Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it was like this huge buildup of like, who is this guy? And then he was just... That was was just
1: to throw you off, apparently. Yeah, That's exactly (laughs) what it
2: was, dude. And it worked. Because I was betting on that,
1: dude. (laughs) Don't go place any money on anybody anytime soon.
0: So uh, we're we're coming down to the end of our time here. So let's talk about... We got the finale coming next week. Okay? There's definitely some key players that are still in the game. We got Daenerys. We got Jon Snow. We got Tyrion. You got Arya Stark. Um, Who... Who's okay? What would be based on who's still in play? Give me not only what what would be your ideal where in your mind you're like this would be awesome if this happens, and then give me what do you think is actually going to happen, Drew? What do you think? Who's gonna who's gonna come out victorious? Oh
2: man, I don't know. I have I have a feeling that Sansa is gonna wind up sitting on the throne. Okay, she's been kind of groomed for it. She has. She learned from Cersei for a long time. She knows both sides of it the honorable people and <laughs> the ones who are just playing the game. You know, um, sure. she's pretty smart. So I think it'll probably wind up being her. Uh, who's going to kill Daenerys, John or Arya? Maybe Arya's going to do it, and John kills Arya, and then he kills Daenerys. Who knows? Wait, Name. say that one more time. <laughs> Arya kills Daenerys. No, she's going to, and then Jon kills Arya, and then he also has to kill Daenerys.
3: What? <laughs>
2: I thought she was already dead. <laughs> Why would she already be dead if someone was Wait. going to kill her?
0: Oh, okay, sorry. okay
1: all right, yeah. Th- I didn't. I said it twice. That's not the way I, heard I. I was it. That's hearing not how I
0: heard it. <laughs> yeah, Arya kills Daenerys. No, then Arya he kills goes to Arya, kill... but then he has to. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Josh, what do you say, man?
1: Dude. I think I said it the other week. I'm done making predictions. <laughs>
0: they never come true. Yeah.
1: What's the point? I I did I did tell my sister in law this week though. Like when we were talking about it, I, I told her that I thought that a really good setup would be for for Sansa to take the throne. But then I'm just like thinking the best the best thing, man, is where no one gets the throne. Like what if what if nobody at the end of this show actually gets the throne?
2: And they're just Six individual kingdoms now,
1: no, no, it's just it starts a whole new chapter in in like the fighting over the throne without like any closure of someone actually getting the throne okay
2: that that could happen
1: i that wouldn't rip the hearts out of anyone's chest more than that right there, yeah, that would be bothersome, it really would be, especially for how those, does it end yeah, especially <laughs> for those that wanted the white Walker King to be on the throne, oh yeah. <laughs> That's already done, <laughs> and then see nobody.
0: <laughs> I am gonna go all in on Tyrion. I think that what I what I think would be cool is Tyrion sits on the throne. He and Sansa have a little bit of a thing, and so the North and the throne are, you know, on good terms. That that's
1: too happy of an ending, man.
2: What if Tyrion that's what I th- kills Daenerys?
0: That would be oh, that would be so awesome. Um, that's what I think will happen, but or sorry, that's what I think would be cool if it happened. But what I think is going to happen, I think Daenerys is going to win, dude.
1: And everything starts th- back where it where it began with the. Mad, I think it's going
0: to, yeah. I think it's going to end with she's going to have absolute power, and everybody that had her ear at one point is going to be done. Everybody's going to be dead. Daenerys will be the in charge, and we're left to wonder what's going to happen to the north. She'll that's do, what I th- kill all of
2: the council. Just keep the military guys.
0: Yep, she's just going to have Grey Worm, and that's it. Just him and his Grey Worm, and that's it.
2: No worm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we made but that joke last week. Yeah, and job. the week before that, uh, apparently.
0: Yeah,
2: probably. Oh, really? Two. Yeah, three weeks three in a row. Three weeks in a row. Nice. Yep. No worm. You're going to tic-tac-toe, Benny.
0: Um, but if but if Tyrion <laughs> gets on the throne... And oh, we man.
1: each independently did it, too. Nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up, guys. So, uh, once again, thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. Make sure wherever you get your podcasts that you go and leave us a review and a uh, subscription there is always appreciated. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast two bucks a month gets you access to exclusive audio and it's that good stuff so go check it out and uh, hey until next week I'm your host Rob Lambert
1: and thank you for putting up with us this is Josh Frankenstein
2: (laughs) Drew Carroll bye 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 everybody Joshy (laughs) Tata